This is a podcast for anyone and everyone who wants to discover more about the arts or about the Fairfax Youth Program. Fairfax is a great way for our rural youth to enhance their beliefs of what they could be or achieve in their near future. This episode, we will hear from Vicky Fairfax, wife to the creator of Fairfax Youth Program, Greg Fairfax himself. Let's go back in time to where it all began, shall we? Well, my name is Vicky Fairfax, and I was married to George Fairfax, who was the um, CEO of the Victorian Arts Centre for a good many years. He went there initially on a five-year contract to be the technical director and left 25 years later. And then some years later, he um, he knew John Fowler, who was the arts director here, from previous connections with Channel 9 and various things that John Fowler had had been involved with and, uh, and John in fact set up the Sunbury Festival um, and ran for three years and anyone who's passing through the Music Vault at the Arts Centre now will see a whole lot on John there. So uh, John Fowler approached George and said would he come up and be the producer for a big concert that he wanted to put on called the Mallet Sunset Concert. And it was had the Tasmanian Symphony and Roger Lemke, I remember, was the singers. It was a big concert. Mm-hmm. And John was keen to do it because there is a natural amphitheatre at Robinvale, behind the theatres in Robinvale. And he had always had his eye on doing something there and he thought this this is the thing to to do at sunset you know late summer's night so George began working on that and started putting it together and he was doing a lot of commuting from Melbourne where we lived to uh, to Robinvale and then George actually got sick and he in fact had cancer and the day he got, I was thinking about this as I was coming up on the train <laughs> yeah. today, the day he got actually got phone call from his oncologist, he had an appointment with John Fowler here in Swan Hill. And he got in his car and he drove to Swan Hill and he did the meeting with all the production people and the lighting and the tech people and drove back to Melbourne all in one day. But thinking about it, I think he needed that time. So George actually didn't make the the Mallee Sunset um, concert. He was uh, he was having treatment and he wasn't well enough, and um, and he died later that year. And a few months later, John came and talked to me and talked about setting up a youth festival involving the local schools. And I just thought it was a great idea because George had always been interested in young people being involved in the arts. It was one of, he had. Num- he had two or three passions and that was one of them, <laughs> so, which was, I mean, the arts in general and artists in general, but young people being involved in the arts was a very big thing for him. And in fact, he'd, he set up the, the education program at the Arts Centre with that in mind. So John went ahead and set this up and I've been coming up most years um, ever since. And this is the 23rd year. Uh, you know, there have been enormous challenges along the way, but there's also been enormous heart. That's the reason we're still here. It's had a number of changes. When it was first set up, John Fowler set it up along the lines of a fairly typical 
as Deptford, with a cup, a winner at the end. People, people came. They, 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 they just came for the day, basically, and they rehearsed and they put on their play that they had written themselves from all around this region. And then there was a winner, and that was always something that we never felt very comfortable with. And I remember coming up a few years later when we had two wonderful adjudicators, Peter Tullock, who was teaching at that time at Ballarat and Chris Thompson, who's very well known around Victoria, I suppose, he's been involved in youth theatre for a very long time. And every year we would look at each other and say, what are we going to do about the cup? Because it was, the Arts Centre had donated it and it was huge. And, and it didn't seem really, was becoming not appropriate to have winners and losers. And if it ever was appropriate, really, in the arts. So gradually that that sort of disappeared and it started to change and then a little while later Claire Glenn came on board as the arts director after John left um, and took over the festival and she really brought in some radical changes. She had she had the schools coming in, um, the participants coming in from the schools and actually staying here for, wow. for three you know days and doing pretty much what they do now yeah. so that was her that was really began with her and to not have it as a, a competition in fact she got a lot of arts organizations to donate things and then um, Adrian Corbett came after, uh, actually worked with Claire at the same time as the festival director. And it, it was, you know, you could just see a changing and adjusting to what was needed here, you know, what the students were really looking towards. And, and that, the, the thing that struck me most was the very early days when they would come in with their work. It was so much based on uh, television serials, you know, it was home and away. Over the years, and particularly when Claire came in, and the Arts Centre were parties who, who went out into the schools and would work with the students to, as they do now, to, to put together their work and help them to rehearse it and work with those wonderful teachers who were often the maths teachers, gym teachers, or who'd never had any experience with theatre but were just, just loved it and wanted to work on these projects. And so the artists worked with the students and we started to see changes going on with the sort of work and they started to create work that was about them and their life and what it was like to live in this region. Now we know the history behind Fairfax Youth Programme, let's hear more about Vicky's thoughts on the importance of self-expression through the arts. I mean, it is. They're going through a lot of emotional changes and discovering who they are and who they are as opposed to being a child and these these parents or amongst these siblings or these school friends and, and really discovering who you are and not being afraid to be who you are. And also I think the importance, it's very important, you know, if you're going to involve yourself in the arts, I think starting young, it's very difficult to start when you get older. Mm. It often doesn't happen. It's one of those things people my age say, oh, I wish I had. Lots mm. of I wish I had. I wish I'd had the chance to. I wish I had done. It's a lot more difficult. And I know the Arts Centre have known through their education programs and all, all of these organisations would find the same, that you really, if you're not coming in with your school mm. or, or your parents to, to bring them in or whatever, it's very difficult to step over that threshold yeah, when you're older true. and to actually, you know, to actually 
take the step to go into a theatre, you know, to see what's going on, what, what is this about? Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it often doesn't happen. Having a program like Fairfax Youth in a rural town like Swan Hill in Victoria is very important in Vicky's perspective. There hasn't been a lot happening. There's something that has to be added to to, to enrich the culture of a place, to yeah. add to the culture, to create a culture of the place, really, to renew it as you get these new communities coming in. And, it, and let's face it, many of us in, in the arts in Melbourne at least are acutely aware of how fortunate we are with the abundance of things yeah. in Melbourne and how little there often is in the regional areas mm. and that the imbalance is terrible and and needs really needs it needs to be addressed and it is slowly there is there are people on board well for those wondering what is vicky's plans for fairfax here's your answer i think the thing we've always brought up in discussions around around the, the festival is embracing the diversity of mm. this region because it has become progressively more so. It's a phenomenal, when I'm in Melbourne and I'm describing what's going on up here, I say, you know, it's a phenomenal community. It's extraordinary, the disparate communities that make up yeah. Swan Hill and this region and why people have come here and the background some people have come from terribly traumatic backgrounds. Um, there's a huge indigenous population. I think for the most part, for many, many long years, Swan Hill has tended to, to close itself off and you know, be a certain kind of community. And then in the last 20 years, during the life of this festival, it's there's been it's been like Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my laughs> they've suddenly woken up to the fact that, and people have become aware of of the fact that that it is a rich community and extraordinary resources that are here. But it does require everybody to shift ground a bit, mm. you know. And what better way to do it than through the arts? Mm. So embracing those communities and young people. Thank you for listening to our very own Vicky Fairfax with the history of Fairfax Youth Program leading up to 2019. Big thank you to all of the students and schools for participating in Fairfax. These schools were Swan Hill Specialist School, St. Mary MacKillop College, Chafee Secondary College, Menangatang P12, Tulibuck Central School, Redcliffe Secondary College, Tyrrell College. Thank you to all of the artists for contributing your efforts and commitment to Fairfax. Sam Russo, Jordan Barr, Kayla Hamill, Elias Brown, Laura Berzicott, Chris Huntley-Turner, and Lachlan Woods. Thank you to all of the teachers for attending Fairfax and using your efforts to get your school to participate and commit to Fairfax. Talia Henderson, Vicky Arthur, Grace Green, Phil Matthews, Bethany Sherwell, Megan Purdle, Bridget Caruso. Big thank you to the kitchen staff for catering the food over the Fairfax week, the technology and production team for working behind the scenes in making this event so spectacular. For the staff around the town hall, thank you to our camp mentors, Sez, Emma, Baden, 
Thank you to the organisers and donors that helped make Fairfax happen. Bryce Ives, Patrick. Big thank you to Greg. Big thank you to Lorraine. Chelsea, Vicky Fairfax. Big thank you to the Swan Hill Council. Camley Cullinay. And lastly, thank you to you for listening to our podcast of Fairfax 2019. And if you were attendee of Fairfax, thank you so much for attending this fabulous program. We really appreciate all the support for Fairfax and we do hope that it continues. So thank you once again from our Fairfax team.